Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion, hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at married to bravo That's Married number 2 Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes yay and if you haven't already please leave us a rate and review on itunes we really appreciate that it actually helps us get out to more bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching yes and please subscribe to us hey chell hi joe what's up nothing so are you ready for another episode of married to bravo i guess don't be so excited, Chell. So excited. You guys, what did we just watch? Which episode are we covering today? The Mr. one Hernandez? that's closest to the end. Yay. <laughs> no, we're a couple behind. Well, did we get any rates and reviews yet? We didn't. We're at 82. Our goal is 100. So if you guys haven't already, please log in, rate, and review. Log in. You don't have to log in. Just go to iTunes. Rate and review. I don't know why I said log in. Joe's trying to get your password information. <laughs> Send me your social security number. No big deal. You can totally trust me. You listen to me on a podcast. Come on. All right. This is episode 14, Blow Up. Blow Up. For okay. the glow up. Okay. So this is the second day in Jamaica, and there's still no air conditioning. What's going on with white women and not having air conditioning? <laughs> What's the deal with white women in Jamaica? No AC. Yeah. Uh, so the bus comes and Tamara goes on the bus and lets them know that Shannon and Vicky are late because of all the sweating. Which, yes, that is a very true statement. I know when you sweat, we can't leave the house. It's very hard to get ready. It's hard to get ready for hair and makeup, for sure, because you're sweating. I'm in front of a fan, so I do understand that. I was like, that's believable. My wife does that. Yes. So then Jesus... Jesus. Jesus. Jesus in this episode. I'm yes. so excited. Jesus slash Gina doesn't want to embrace fun Shannon because it feels unfair. Gina feels like, oh, and Shannon's like, I'm excited. I'm fun. Look at me. Accept me. And then other times, like, she ignores them completely. So Gina's, that's something that Gina said. That she's what? That she doesn't want to embrace fun Shannon. She feels like it's unfair. Oh, because she doesn't get it enough? No, because Shannon's like a faucet. Oh, when she turns it on, like she decides. She gets to decide, and then when she doesn't want to be on, which is very true. I mean, when Gina talks about her personal issues, Shannon doesn't say anything. Yeah. She she scrolls on Facebook. No, Instagram. She's 2009, Chell. What? I didn't have anything to say. Oh, my gosh, you guys. We used to go to parties when I first started dating Chell, and he was so socially awkward. He would literally, we'd be in a group, in a circle at a party talking, and he would be on his phone. And I told him, what did I say to you? Sorry, what did you say? I was on my phone right now. <laughs> you were on your phone. I told him he couldn't do it, and he goes, why? I'm not interested in it. What's the big deal? It's not about me. We're not talking. I'm like, I didn't you say it to... wasn't about me. But you said you weren't interested, and I said, you know what? You have to pretend. That's what grown-ups do is we oh. pretend we're interested in each other, and hopefully, sometimes you're genuinely interested. Really? In how people take drugs? That's so interesting. Drugs? Yeah, I think that's what they were talking about at the time. 
Oh, so a when bus. When we were at the party, people were talking about drugs. Maybe I don't Ooh, know. It was okay. boring. All right. Bus picks up Shannon and Vicky who are drinking. So this is the bus had to come back and pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um, so Shannon swallowed an ice cube on the bus and she almost died. Do you remember that? So part? scary. And then Vicky and Shannon end up being an hour late to dinner. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. No, I mean. Just even when I'm like 10 minutes late, I... That's I, not even a white woman acceptable. No, it's not. If that your might friend's be, an hour late, wouldn't you say something? Yeah, you, we're running into a Teddy Dorit situation here. Remember when Dorito was like, how how late was she? She was like 30 minutes late. She's like, I was only 10 minutes late. Teddy made such a big deal out of it. Teddy's like, uh, I'm on accountability couch. So maybe they need Teddy. But I'm asking you, when your friend's an hour late, do you say I anything? I can't tell if you're looking at me because you're laying on the ground and it looks no, like your I'm eyes are closed. No, okay. I'm looking at you. When my friends are, um, if my friend's an hour late and uh-huh. I was waiting by myself, yeah. I'd be gone. What if you were with other friends? I would say something. If you were with a group of friends and your friend and a friend is an hour late, that's okay to say something? Unless they had a really good excuse, well, I'd say, why are you an hour late? Diarrhea. That's a pretty good excuse. Oh, okay. Diarrhea is pretty bad. So then we find out Shannon is having surgery in a week. So she's going all out tonight. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun, Shannon time. Oh, and they did go all out. Uh, Kelly shares her best pickup line, which was, is that a mirror in your pocket? Because I see myself in your pants. <laughs> Kelly is like a perverted uncle. That's like literally she's got dad jokes and she's got perverted uncle horniness i feel like kelly is female uh david bedore no oh take that back right no? now she's not a cheer cheer pumpkin eater and she doesn't have crazy sociopath eyes oh or psychopath but she is horns david bedore is not horns he's a narcissist he only cares about himself he only cares about what his wiener looks like exactly which is that halloween picture that you shared i picture that's what his wiener looks like oh, little when- a little afro on the tip. <laughs> when he, uh, that was from the birthday party yeah. a couple seasons ago when Kelly was like, no wonder your husband cheats on you. And then scary eyed David Bedore came in like, dun, dun, dun. As they're talking about dating though, Shannon has some bad things to say under her breath. What was she saying? Well, I didn't really say it was under her breath. Mm. Oh yeah. I remember that. She, she was passing judgment for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what she said. So Gina's not buying anything Shannon is selling. And she kind of, Gina calls out Shannon at that moment. And Shannon just defends her demeanor and says she's a good friend. And then this is where Ooh. the blow up happens. Oh, gosh. And Gina's like, well, if you're a good friend, what makes you a good friend? You can't even check in on your best friend's husband. Because, yeah. And didn't before then, didn't Shannon say, I am a good friend. Just ask Tamara. And she's like, why don't we ask Tamara? Yeah. So Tamara, and, and then couldn't check in. And oh, Shannon, oh. like laundry, left her hanging. No, Tamara. Sorry, Tamara <laughs> left her hanging. <laughs> that was a good one. If you got the name right, it would have been perfect. Thanks. Tamara did. That was that was hard to watch. That was hard to watch because here's the deal. I get it. But now Shannon's like, oh, me and Tamara squashed this weeks ago. So Which I feel like they did. Yeah, they had a whole talk at a furniture store or some shit. But or if you squash store. something, it feels like in this friendship, you can't talk about it with anybody else. It's squashed. You can't bring it up with anybody if else. If you worked it out, yeah, I don't think she should be bringing it up to Gina and them. It's just adding to their case. It's adding fuel to the fire. And Tamara's looking like a pot stir to me in this situation. So you think Tamara did it on purpose? Why would she tell them? I don't understand that. Tamara's frustrated. 
yeah, but she already worked it out with Shannon. Now she goes and waits weeks after to go tell these new girls that are already mad at her. Well, she's just trying. I feel like the new girls were mad and she was just kind of be like, oh, yeah, I can see why you're frustrated. This are my frustrations. She can see why they're frustrated just with their situation and go, yeah, I think it's shitty that she hasn't warmed up to you or that, you know, she's not as nice to you as you'd like or that it feels like you're reintroducing yourself every time you meet her. You don't have to add your own stuff to it. Do you know what I mean? Especially, I, it's between her and Shannon. They already worked it out. It just feels like I've seen Tamara do this before. This is this is a Tamara thing. Got it. Mm-hmm. So, Shannon kind of lashes out at everybody and at this point as a Ooh. defense, she brings up Emily's drinking. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> that she doesn't ever drink. <laughs> yeah, she's like, like, well, Emily oh. has a drink every time we hang out. Or no, she's like Emily. Like she doesn't. She only has one drink when we hang out. Like that's a bad thing. No, she said like when every time they hang out, no, they no. have a drink. She meant it like she's only has one drink. Like she's no fun because they're talking about fun Shannon. Oh, I figured that no. she was talking about her being she a lush. Was, they, no, talking about her being lame because we've never seen Emily. Well, we did see her. Threat, I'm sure it was killer. about her being a lush. It's not. I swear. Right. I watched the episode twice. Well, Emily calls her out on it. Is like I. I don't. I only have one glass of wine. Yeah, she's like, I don't have to drink to be fun. That yeah. was her thing. So it's that's probably <laughs> that, that's Shannon. The insult she threw at her. That's an insult you throw when you're like 21. Like you're not even fun. You don't even drink. But you're a 40, 50 some year old woman. That's actually a good thing that you only have one or two drinks. Yeah. That's showing restraint and you have control. Well, Shannon feels like she's on a ledge, and at this moment she reaches out to Tamara for a hand like tell them I'm a good friend and Tamara pushes her off the cliff Tamara's all like you on your own you know and Tamara could say she just could say yes we've had our issues but we work them out but I think you do have issues with these two girls and you guys should work that out. That's what she should have said. She should have, but she didn't. She totally judas her. Yeah. Uh, I think she did. Shannon was Jesus. But I don't think a lot of people agree with my opinion. And then I don't. gave her the Judas. Tamara was like, I do not know ye. And then <laughs> and then uh, Shannon was crucified. Well, I was talking to Eileen about it, my mom, on the phone, and she didn't agree with me. She does not think Tamara did anything wrong in that situation. It's all Shannon. And I said, no, I, if they hadn't have already worked it out, if this was something still hanging, I guess I could see it. But she's just adding more. They have enough to go on to have. They have sufficient evidence to hold the Shannon to go, hey, you don't treat us very great. And it feels like we have to reintroduce ourselves. And we don't understand why you're, it takes you so long to warm up to us. What's wrong with us? They have sufficient evidence all the, the different times. They don't need Tamara putting on top of it. You know, you don't see Vicky putting on top of it. And if Vicky's not doing it, Tamara shouldn't do it. Well, Shannon goes and cries in the bathroom. She does. It's just because you feel like everyone's against you. But Tamara follows her, tries to be a good friend. Well, she should follow her. You can't leave her alone. But they end up fighting in the bathroom, Mm -hmm. which for me was really awkward for the person pooping in there. Right. That's a long time coming. If you were in the restroom and a fight happened, you would get your phone out? If it was funny. If it was funny? Mm -hmm. What's funny? Like you kissed my man? Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's funny? Yeah. But like if it was like you cheated with my husband? No, if it was really serious, I wouldn't wouldn't do it. But if it was really dumb, like, you know, like you took my shoes and you ruined them and you walked all around, which I did one time as I took my roommate's shoes and I got drunk and I had to walk home because I got in a fight with my boyfriend. They were her brand new shoes and I ruined them and I put them back in her closet. I did tell her, so I had to buy her new shoes. At least you bought them. Some people wouldn't do that. I think I did. I hope I did. I don't remember. I think I did. If it was the awkward one... um would um 
or if it was an awkward fight. Would I you was leave the, the bathroom as soon as possible? I would start flushing the toilet a lot. Just oh. like, <laughs> I knew I was Constantly. in there. Like, stop, 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 stop. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Shannon kind of doesn't want to talk to Tamara or doesn't want to deal with the issues. So she kind of brings everybody around, like along on the ride kind of thing, it feels like. Yeah. Because then she was talking about her ex being mean and the difference between Gina's divorce and her divorce of like Gina's and her ex still having sex and stuff. Shannon brought that up. Yeah. Shannon brought that up. Oh, when they're in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that is a big reason why she's putting up a wall between her and Gina is because she's comparing and we all know comparison is the thief of joy. We've said that before on the podcast. Everyone compares themselves to Shannon. They're like, Oh, she's so privileged. She's so lucky. She doesn't know what a water bill is. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. But it's like her whole life. She didn't grow up knowing that. It's stuff. not her fault. It's not her fault. But it, I, it, everyone yeah. compares. Everyone compares. But in this situation, she shouldn't compare her divorce to Gina's because, you know, Shannon should be, she should know she's a grown woman that Gina's road is not going to be as smooth as she's playing it up to be. It's yeah. just not. Yeah. It's never that. You know, you want the best for her because she's got kids, and I hope the best for Gina. But with relationships and divorce and stuff, it always gets at least a little messy. We talked about that last time. When another woman comes in, they're not going to be doing it. They're not going to be doing it. It's going to be weird to see a guy that you were with since you were young with another woman. And it's going to be weird for him to see her with another guy. It's just going to be. That's why it's, That's why when people break up, when they don't have kids, they never talk again. Because they're like, I don't want to see how your life is going to be. I hope it sucks or I don't really care. Just go away. People are petty like that? I don't. I am. Are you? I, if we broke up, you would say, I don't want to see that your life is no, great. No, I would want to see your life I would great. wish good things for you. Not if like, what? I'm saying like if we broke up, I would what want What kind good- of breakup are we? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think I can be that mature. I'm not, uh, I don't know. I don't want to be friends. I don't want to be those people. I've never looked at relationships in my past and been like, I hope that person dies. I've been like, oh. I've only done that once. But otherwise, no. Yeah. I, I was like, good luck to you, but I don't, we weren't really friends. I only tried to be friends with one ex and that, yeah. And then that we didn't got work married. Yeah. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> no, and then that person's significant other was like, no, you can't be friends with your ex. And she had every right to say that it was weird. Yeah. It was weird. They well, were, she was his wife. Yeah, they went on to get married and have yeah. a family. So, of course, like that's that's weird. I mean, it was their wedding day when you brought this up. So, that was on you. <laughs> yeah, right. Blame it all to them. on my roots. Jolene showed up in boots. Do you know Garth Brooks? I'm yeah, surprised. that's like the most popular song ever. Yeah, Friends in Low Places. Uh, so, Kelly goes to the bathroom. And this is what I think is really definitive. Vicky doesn't. She doesn't want to be involved. So, Vicky like, her friendship is like BS that. with Shannon. She goes, I don't want to be in the drama. Yeah. Well, by that point, I do think there's enough people in the bathroom with Shannon. Got it. Too and many. maybe she thought it's between Tamara. I don't kind of blame, and I'm not always on Vicky's side with stuff, but I don't kind of blame her because she was probably thinking, oh, this is between Tamara and Shannon. You're in I Team don't Vicky. Need this. You're Team Vicky. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, you wouldn't go that far? No. Okay. It I'd feels like I'm, you're team I'm empathizing Vicky. with you're why empath- she stayed at the table. Well, you know, everyone's going to Shannon. And I think Gina and Emily are lucky that they're the first year in because they don't have to rush in there and like cater to them. Why would they? Because she hasn't been nice to them. Yeah. She said, she told them straight up she has a hard time with new people. I don't know. What do you think when people say that? That they, it's hard for me to trust and bring people in. Do you think it's because Shannon has trust issues now because David, when the person you trust most, deceives you? It doesn't matter. It's, you know. 
But she's always been like that, even before David. I don't know. When she came into the group... She wasn't friends with Peggy last year. Yeah, you're right. She's been being weird. But that was, again, she was having issues with David. Doesn't matter. So I feel she, like he ruined her She in needs that to sense. be open. Maybe she has been open in the past. But that's what you learn in life, is that not everyone is that person who hurt you. Yeah, you have to be able to figure that out. Yeah. But I could see her being a little closed off right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's like when you adopted an animal who's highly abused. It's like they learn. What? Why did we go so sad? Because they learn basically at first oh. they're scared and they bark at you. But then they're like, oh, yeah, that wasn't my oh, last one. I want to adopt an animal and help <laughs> It takes a lot of patience. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like that. two days from my period. You're making me cry here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyways, so besides Kelly, menstruation. Kelly I, takes Shannon's but or I do camera think side. Real quick that Shannon should be open to coworkers coming in. Technically, Kelly and or Gina and Emily are her coworkers and she needs to open up. Okay. So then Kelly takes sh- uh, Tamara's side and tells Shannon she's not a good friend. Like trying to Yeah, what's Kelly doing? Kelly's what's she doing? like stirring the pot. I thought her and Shannon, you know, this is one thing where my mom was right cuz my mom's like there's going to be problems there and I go, "Oh no, they're the best of friends now. They get along." But Kelly's hopping around. What's she doing? She's defending Tamara. What the hell? Well, I think that she's close to Shannon. Yeah, and so I she, think she, that she's really just trying to talk sense into Shannon, who's kind of going off the deep end. She can talk sense to her without kind of teaming up with Tamara. I mean, it probably feels like teaming up, but Kelly's like, well, slow down, like slow the car. Yeah. Um. So Shannon goes on the bus and Tamara tries to initiate a conversation and it's not happening. Um. And then Gina did. Then and Gina she's did. like, not right now. Yeah. I need a minute. I need, and that minute lasts forever, and it's so because awkward. they drove back to the hotel, and it was just an awkward ride. Oh yeah. So Shannon goes out, and she she like wants some space, and she's like yelling at the cameras not to follow her. Oof. So this was getting real spicy. It was getting messy. It was getting extra. And it then was someone told Tamara that she should go follow Shannon. <laughs> who told her that? I don't know who told her that, but that um, probably Kelly. Probably, probably. Kelly. And Shannon's like, I just want 10 minutes alone. And then Gina feels responsible, which I think is the correct. I mean, Gina feeling responsible is correct. You brought up Tamara. That was kind of low of Gina to be like, oh, are you a good friend? Why don't you ask your friend Tamara? I get she was pushed, but mm, I feel like Gina's better than that. Yeah, I think think Gina's the fire starter in this one. This in this big situation, fight. yeah. And yeah. I think she had had enough. I get it. She's but frustrated. I think she was just unraveling everything that yes. had been up to that point. Yes. She had, she's fed up. Yeah. So I understand. But this was like something that everyone was, it was like an ocean. Like on top, it looks like it's calm, but maybe mm-hmm. below there's a lot of like high current. And what Gina did is she uh, opened the lid on that ocean to show us what's really down below. You're so deep. But you know, like the ocean, that's true. You are, you are deep like the ocean. And we also have to remember that Shannon is not the only one going through a divorce here. Gina's also suffering. So Gina in this moment is vulnerable too. And she really wanted this girl's trip and wanted it to be nice. Sure. (laughs) What do you mean? Sure. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're being sassy with another person and then bringing up other friends, but do you, but don't you think she's a little justified in that Shannon keeps, she keeps bringing up like, I want to be close to, I want to be your friend. You're justified if you talk about your own problems with that person. You're not justified when you bring in other people so that you throw that person under the bus. But do you, I understand what you're saying, but do you see why 
because we kind of agreed on that. We understand she's fed up. It's a culmination of things. No, I think that she brought up Shannon to or Tamara to embarrass Shannon in front of the group of girls. And in this doggy Ooh. dog world of real housewives, yeah. she Shannon had to defend her position or else she looks stupid in front of all the other girls. For sure. I agree with that. Yeah. I don't know. Gina's I, fault. No, I know it's her fault, but I have a little bit of empathy because she too So the suffering. other girls are like, well, that was a night. Let's go to the bar <laughs> um, and talk about Shannon. Uh, Emily feels that Shannon feels heated whenever Shannon feels heated that she runs away, which mm. I can relate to, you know, whenever You're I get runner. mad. You used to be. Well, whenever I get mad, I need space. I'm like, I need to calm down. Mm-hmm. I need to think about why i'm mad i need to, to be able to put the words together correctly yeah, so that I don't you don't wanna... speak out of anger yeah exactly because mm-hmm. that's the worst is when you say things when you're angry and that's probably that maybe what shannon mean. is worried about yeah, I'm, I'm sure she means about that but tamra just loved going to chase so after. at the bar then all the secrets started coming up that shannon cries every night oh, and that God. it's depression right Mm-hmm. And Kelly, this is the part where I I had a problem with Kelly. Okay. Kelly said that David Bedore must be have been a oh. saint to stay with I, uh, Shannon. Right when I start liking Kelly, Ooh. she says some bullshit like this. And I'm Ooh. like, Kelly, you can't say that. Come now. You can't no, say that. You can't say that. That is not pro friend. That's not pro woman. We all know David Bedore is pure trash. Yeah. And there's a couple people that are constantly. Uh, comment on Instagram when I do like a post about Shannon or David Bedore and they'll go, well, she's a bitch and for David, but no, no. I, I always am like, no, David's trash. Mm-mm, David's trash. Yeah. He really messed with someone's mind, Heart, their yeah. soul, their trust. Yeah. That's trash. He like, she went can be in as mean as she up. wants, but yeah. you go into that and you, you end that like that, a Kelly. man. Yeah. You don't cheat. That's like someone saying mm-hmm. about like, man, I'm so glad Michael got out of yeah. that relationship with Kelly. She's a doucher. Because really, if you think about it, Kelly is just as like, quote unquote, you know, off the wall as Shannon would be. I don't and think the up. word is off the wall. I think just leads with emotion. Yeah. And so she I, should be empathetic to that. She should be. Empathetic. But you know what? Ooh, this is interesting psychology. Sometimes the traits that you call out and dislike in other people are the traits that you dislike in yourself. You know what I hate about you? You're so smart, Joe. I know. Smart and funny. Oh, you think you are. And your skin is brown. <laughs> Oh, I hate you. Oh, I wish. Uh, so Tamara, Kelly, and Vicky go and visit Shannon in the room. And and like when you think when you think this race has gone like as fast <laughs> as it could possibly go, it finds a new speed. Chell, have you ever in your life been in a situation like that? I can't imagine you with any friends, like have a friend that was freaking out or in a fight, and then you and a couple other friends went up there to make it better have you ever been in any situation like this any social situation oh man this is great uh no <laughs> i knew it. the worst social situation i've been in i think i think maybe you know on a car ride where other friends are fighting and then i go hey that's enough like i really tried to stop before it gets to a point are you talk about when you're in a car ride with me and my brother yes <laughs> um I mean, it, I try to stop it before it gets to a point and where I are, think it's, yeah. it's just going to hurt, hurt each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's the worst, but I've never been in this. I do feel like Shannon needed space and I feel mm-hmm. like I could understand why she felt like ganged up on. Yeah. They should have left her for the night and then come back and talk to her because or- I think it, it pushed everything following Shannon just, it was like following a chihuahua into a corner. Like mm-hmm. it was just going to either bite you. 
or it was going to fall over and die of a heart attack. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think the best thing in this situation is Vicky should have got out. Went, Shannon, I'll go up to the room with you. Come on, let's go calm down. Let her calm down. At least she didn't feel alone. Say, hey, I'm going to just be in the room. If you need, want to talk, we can talk. If not, whatever. Then deal with it. But yeah. Tamara, it was too hot. It was too close to home. It was no. the fire. The fire was chasing her. Well, up in the room, Shannon said she was hurt by Tamara. And mm-hmm. Kelly says Shannon is not listening. So I really feel Shannon felt teamed up on. Yeah. Uh, Shannon lashes out against Vicky and uh, she's not a good friend. And then this is the type of Shannon fight. She's lashing out at everybody. Yeah. And Vicky's like, I am a good friend. <laughs> I am a good friend. <laughs> when you were live streaming about me being a con man, I was never a con man. When you I'm were a good friend. David, we're in bed live streaming about me being a con man. Oh, I that's, wasn't a con man. She was digging deep for that yeah. one. That's I am a good like friend. Two scenes ago. I am a good friend. <laughs> I am a good friend. I'm a good friend. <laughs> Uh, Vicky has a great way of defense. Like Uh I would love to see Vicky the lawyer because I feel like Vicky the lawyer would just repeat the same line over and over again. (laughs) He did not do it. He did not do it. Yeah, no. Hers would be like, I didn't know he didn't have cancer. I didn't know he didn't have cancer. (laughs) So Shannon says, um, you know, to Vicky, like you haven't been there the last two years. So Shannon's like tossing napalm left and right. And really, she shouldn't be throwing anything at Vicky. No, she said. I mean, her and Vicky are mending fences and moving on. Kelly tries to get her to relax, though, by yelling at her, relax, which... (laughs) Which always works for people. Yeah, if you're a married husband, you you can't yell at your wife, relax, if she's... Well, you can't yell at your wife, period. Well, don't don't even say relax or calm down. No, never tell someone to calm down. That makes you want to calm up. I usually just ignore and just move to the other room. (laughs) You do not. (laughs) You let, you, uh, are you okay? You let the person breathe? Yeah. So Shannon says Kelly doesn't get it, which I think is right. I mean, this is really between her and Tamara. And Tamara's like getting ugly cry face. Like it's get, it's getting to the point. Uh, Shannon defends herself, says she doesn't cry every night. Do you think that's true or false? You know, Everyone says uh, she does. She says she doesn't. This is just... True or false? <sighs> Answer true or false, then go into your Okay. Thing. Um... She says she doesn't cry every night. She says she doesn't. Everyone else says she does. I'm going to say false. I'm going to say she's opened up and been vulnerable with these girls, which you should be Mm -hmm. as your girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And she probably, maybe she recently stopped or she's starting to stop since she got the whole thing on QVC. But I'm sure there were many crying nights being left by a douchebag with three daughters and never even knowing how to pay a water bill. And thinking you're going to be with this person forever. I'm sure there was a lot of tears. And having it so public. And then having him go on Instagram and date this much younger version of you. I'm sure there was lots of tears. For Does them to look bring like that Shan? up. Sort of. I mean, okay. I mean, I think Shannon. Yeah, I mean, they're both beautiful. So I don't okay. want to rate the two women's looks on no, each I'm other. No, I'm saying if they look similar when they do. Shannon they, was younger. So. It's a Does this young, woman... pretty blonde woman from Orange County. Got it. You know, with that Orange County look. So yeah. Uh, and it's not that woman's fault that, I mean, she has horrible taste, but sometimes we all do. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's hard for me because I get it, but this is a conversation one of them should have with her, not in this kind of an environment. If they're truly worried about her crying every night, this is something they should have addressed with her over coffee and been like, I'm worried about you. It's totally okay for you to call me and for us to talk. I'm your girlfriend. I'm here for you, but I don't want you crying every night. You know, that's a, that's the conversation you have, not telling Everyone, especially the two women who aren't getting along with you, and then on TV and making you look bad. Yeah, because that's that's why a lot of people don't reach out and ask for help because they're afraid of how it looks, or someone will say something, or they'll be judged. You know, I don't know. 
So Kelly, this is where it gets even crazier. Kelly suggests medication and Shannon doesn't want to do medication. And this is where she goes to the like super like, maybe she feels like people are trying to make her take pills at that time. First of all, nothing's wrong with pills. If you got to get on antidepressants, cool. This isn't the time for that conversation. Not when your girlfriend's hysterical. Hyped up and her veins are coming out of her neck. They were coming out. You need pills. Shannon, I don't know what Shannon has, but... What Shannon, I think, didn't think in that moment, she's not saying there's anything wrong with taking pills. She's just like, they're calling me crazy. They're calling me crazy. They're calling me crazy on TV. This is bad for her, especially going through a divorce, possible custody situation. She's probably like, oh my gosh, my girls are going to see this. It's just the worst thing. It was like Dave Chappelle when he did the, um, what was that guy that interviews the actors, actors uh, that interview with the... He's done a lot of interviews. But that famous interview he did with the guy who did like actors behind the scenes. He's like a, he's not a, is he a British guy? The guy that does the. (laughs) This is really good, Joe. Help me out a little. I'm going to Google it right now. Dave. How can I help you if I can't? Chappelle, actors. I don't know what you're talking about. Interview. Well, at least talk so it's less awkward. So Okay, so in, is... in 2006, he did Inside the Actors Studio. Uh-huh. And it was a great um, interview that he did with whoever the host is of that show. I forgot. Oh, um, you still can't find the name. No, I found out that it's Inside the Actors Studio. Oh, good. Well, anyways, he said in that interview, the worst thing you can do is call someone crazy. Because you completely destroy their character, everything. It almost makes them subhuman because now you've just said they're crazy. So everything they do and everything they've done, do you know what I mean? It discredits them. The worst thing to call somebody is crazy, is dismissive. I don't understand this person. So they're crazy. That's bullshit. These people are not crazy. They're strong people. Maybe the environment is a little sick. Pretty good, right? Pretty good. I always think back to that quote, and I but think it's relevant here. But nobody Shannon crazy. But that's what they're essentially, like, that's how she felt in that moment, is like, everyone's like, Shannon, you're out of control. You need to be medicated. That's what she's thinking. There's nothing wrong with antidepressants, or but there's still that stigma. I myself take a lovely antidepressant every day that I like very much. And if people need it, they need it. But in a moment where she's struggling and she feels like everyone's ganging up on her, that's not the time to be like, hey, me and all these other people, two of which you don't really like, think you should be on pills. Well, I think something that Shan said that was nice was that she's entitled to feel her pain. So I agree with that. Yeah. All the girls say that Shannon needs to listen and Shannon wants to say stop, like get out of my room. But Shannon doesn't know why they come, you know, she feels ganged up on. She doesn't know why they're coming at her. Mm -hmm. Kelly shares that Shannon calls all the time. Oh my goodness. Like constantly, right? This is something that they should have a little powwow off camera and then have like a little intervention with her. Like, we're worried about you. This isn't something that they should use against her when everyone's been drinking and in a fight. How about when Vicky was like, just just unzip my dress. Like it was like, <laughs> <laughs> like she just was like, I don't want to talk anymore. Just She's un- done. Yeah. Shannon says Tamara is going to Vicky to talk behind her back. This was when um, Shannon was packing. Oh, and they were stuff, like in the closet. Or and something. then she was going to go help Vicky undress. And she walked by Shannon, who was talking to Kelly, and then she Shannon walked by just, Tamara, who was talking to Kelly. She no, Tamara walked by Shannon. Oh, okay. So then Shannon was just like, 
what do you do? You talk about me? Like it because was- th- because she knows that's how Tamra works, and she knows that's how she works. Because her and Tamra constantly talk shit on people. Oh. So when you have a friend, you constantly talk shit with. You're always worried that that friend then is talking shit on you. Yeah. So I got it, tons of friends like that. <laughs> ultimately, after the big cry fest with everybody, Shannon's done. She feels like she, everyone's calling her crazy. And we go to commercial break because that was really intense. Yeah. What did you think? Just intense. Okay. So the next day, the girls moved into a new villa because it finally has air conditioning. Why did it take so long? Thank goodness. Somebody helped those white people. Uh, Vicky said she saw Shannon drinking alone that night oh my gosh all these women have drank alone police <laughs> police well please. kelly gina and more Emily rumors well, what are they about- doing child wait a minute what are they doing they're spreading this stuff i know i know we're wrapping up on time here but they're spreading stuff they're spreading things you need to be on pills you're calling all the time you're crazy you're drinking alone they're making her look like a complete basket case and kelly gina and emily talk about shannon and that gina should apologize which I, I, I think that's the truth. I think she should apologize. Vicky tries to reach out to Shannon, but, you know, they can't get a hold of her all day. Mm-hmm. How scary. I mean, you come here with your friend and then, like, just completely ghosts you. That's so sad. I think there should be, like, uh, at least, like, a text. Of, I'm fine. I just need to be alone. Right? I mean, yeah, she should have responded to one of them because they're in a one different country and they feel slightly responsible for her. Well, I think if you... The right thing to do is to reply... If you get 40 calls on your phone... Yeah, the right thing to do is to reply and say, hey, I don't want to talk right now, but I'm okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then no one can get a... But none of them are mature or emotionally mature. No. No. So no one can get a hold of Shannon. They get on the bus to go bobsledding, which looked like fun. I would totally do that. Um, Eddie texts that Tamara made the right choice to confront Shannon the night before. However, that, is Eddie the best judge here when he's befriending David Bedore? Yeah, still? he has a broken heart. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Vicky wears a see-through pantsuit and she twerks. And I think, we think she has a Brazilian butt job. Or oh, everyone did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I really think that the producers asked her to do oh this. Oh my God. Could so it be that, three years too late? This so that, um, thing? you know, it could really distract from the <sighs> craziness that happened the night before. I don't need Vicky twerk. She wasn't twerking. She was having a spasm. It's like she had a little seizure in her butt. <laughs> But uh, the funniest part was that usually there's an equal amount of girls so that they split up equally in two-man bobsleds. Oh, yeah, this was funny. And Gina had to go by herself. I know. And then she couldn't get hers to go fast. What was the deal? I don't know what was it, the deal. She was bored. She, like, this she was really like, bored. Oh, my God, I was so yeah. excited. Yeah. And Gina's like, what? Maybe was it wasn't myself. enough weight, you know, to push it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think Gina was just by herself. That's why she hated it. Yeah. They go shopping and have lunch, and then Ke- uh, Kelly, Gina, and Tamara talk about Vicky's probable butt implants, which, yes or no? Yes. Yes? Oh, my God. Vicky gets everything done. No hate, no shade. Go okay. get it if you want to, Vicky. Vicky wants everyone to drink. Um, Gina says, why does everyone feel bad for Shannon? She has a lot going on for her. Oh, she has a lot going for her? Yeah, mm-hmm. which I disagree. You know, I think that... Gina doesn't understand the type of divorce that Shannon's going through. Maybe Gina's not listening to Shannon. Oh, you're asking, taking the side of Shannon. Well, she's asking for Shannon to listen, but maybe Gina isn't. Gina says that Shannon's problem might be bigger than she lets on since a small thing set her off. And I don't think a small thing like you don't have any friends and this is what your your greatest friends say about you behind your yeah, back. Yeah, 
it's, uh, you know, part of me wants to go. I was like, again, I was talking to my mom and my mom's like, she acts like she's the first person to ever get a divorce. <laughs> and <laughs> my mom just so is not into Shannon, but I am. And I get that I've had a friend that went through a breakup and I had to be like, bye-bye friend because they did not want to help themselves or do anything. And they were uh, a taker, a taker friend. You know, you have those kind of friends where you're like, oh my gosh, it's all about them. Um, and you, you, you figure that out. But I think Shannon genuinely isn't one of those people. I just think she's in a bad situation. Give her a chance to get out of this and then see how she is. If she's still that way, then fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I think that Shannon uh, should respond. If you're getting more than 10 phone calls. You're really bothered by this. And you don't respond, (laughs) you're a jerk. Well, yeah, she could have drank herself to death. Oh, no my one knows. gosh. That's a horrible thing to think. Well, if someone calls you 40 yeah, times. You could have, she could have fell. She mm-hmm. could have been kidnapped. She yeah. could have died. Yeah, horrible. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if you get like five missed calls, you need to call back. That's yeah. just, it, we live in a society where everyone, if you have five missed calls, you call back. Well, and there's even that automatic reply that you can do on most phones, yeah. especially the iPhone. It's like, it's like you can I call time. you later? She Hit basically saw her phone ringing, looked at it. Or she turned it off and said i doubt she turned it off fuck you and then threw it off to the side and watched whatever she wanted to watch on tv yeah she watched or old episodes old episodes <laughs> <laughs> i remember when i was happy. No, she watched the real housewives of beverly hills and thought i'm gonna join that cast uh so what would you rate the episode oh this was drama juicy sad all the things um i mean oh gosh out of seven housewives i'm gonna go six solid six why not a seven um because it's oc i don't know if oc will ever get a seven have i ever given oc a seven maybe new york you gave a seven too oh new york is just it's a masterpiece it's a master chef i I don't know how next season's gonna be because we got carol left who knows if bethany's coming back i don't know what's going on with the land so carol left yeah. Oh, wow. I know. I love Carol. A lot of people hated on Carol. And yeah, I heard. It's because she became Bethany's n- nemesis. Yeah, nemesis. I didn't like her and Bethany falling out whatsoever. But yeah, we didn't cover this last but season. But the Nutcracker, Joe. The Nutcracker. I know. Um, but did you watch? No, I just remembered that you showed me that. Yeah. That was I Dorinda. would give it a s- six. I wow. didn't want to agree with you, but you know, I think that. It Why is, didn't you want to agree with me? Well, you know, I. Maybe we have a maybe our opinions are just so similar because we're married. No, um, I think I was trying to give a difference of opinion. I I think a six is a good score for it. All you have to do is give your truth, Joe. Well, I think compared to the other episodes, I think a six is worthy in this situation. Mm -hmm. I think when you rate though, you should rate to like the OC. Um, because it'll never be New York. It'll never be Dallas. It'll never be Atlanta. Oh, it'll so I should only OC. take them. Yeah, there's been some Atlanta sevens too. Wow, wow, masterpiece housewives. Yeah. But so, OC hasn't been a masterpiece housewife in a while. But I mean, this was for for what it pretty, is. Pretty good. And what the show encompasses and I what you expect. It's a six. because I like Shannon so much, I don't want to see her hurt or by herself but you have to because then it only it only gives her room to grow when my favorites are down it's hard for me to enjoy it. but that's what it is it's a journey and now it allows her to become like this great housewife and like maybe even king of everything by like i just want shannon to wake up and just you know become Friends, get softer with Gina and Emily. Give them a chance. I don't know about Gina. She's like an undercover mastermind. You think? She's been throwing shade all the time. 
I think Emily's really because she was the one that was like, you shouldn't have sick Kelly in that situation. She's like planning. That was her, logic, though. She's planning her way to the top. Tamara's next. Shannon's first. Then Kelly. Ooh, Gina's gonna be the new top OC housewife. Yeah. So that's over what I think. over Tamara's facelift, she will. Huh? I think so. Huh? Okay. Alrighty. Well, please leave us rates and reviews. We really appreciate that. Oh my gosh, we get so excited when we read them. You guys Jolene, are the best. Uh, hyperventilates right before I do. I'm like, she <laughs> oh my gosh, reads no, them. Look how nice these people are. But if you're gonna be mean, just stay home. Don't turn it off. That's don't, I don't think people listen to this we've only had one meanie meanie and it was not nice well that's because you brought in your southern correspondent who fell asleep during (laughs) a recording (laughs) we were doing atlanta which we never even finished because he fell asleep off the face of the earth so okay well thank you guys thank you guys so much for listening to the married to bravo podcast you did it you got through it if you haven't already please rate (laughs) review and subscribe to us on itunes follow us on our social media married the number two bravo on facebook instagram and twitter thank you chell thank you producer tilly we'll talk to you guys next time thank you jolene you're the best i love you oh this is gonna make it far bye